2: G'day, and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we are reviewing another week in the industry pickup league. We've got uh, a good friend of the show, Adam King, here to rejoice in uh, one win and one loss this week. We'll find out who in a second. Let's go! talking about crap. Right.
0: What cry change
1: with no regard for human life? Any sponsor?
2: G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. And today we're doing another review of the Industry Pickup League, which, again, if you're new uh, to these podcasts, it is the um, uh, Fantasy League, which is, including myself and 11 other of some of the best fantasy basketball analysts out there, it's the creme de la creme when it comes to fantasy basketball leagues, so very, very competitive, and each week, uh, sometimes on my channel, sometimes on Adam's channel, we are breaking it down and going through our teams and strategy moving forward. So let's bring in the great man and let's talk to Adam King and go through what was a you know heartbreaking week for you, it came down to the last day, it came down to the final game for you this week but unfortunately fell short and had a 4-5 loss to Rhett Bauer and um, And, uh, yeah, just kind of the one
3: you needed this week, but unfortunately not to be. Uh, Yes, it is with heavy heart that I'm here today. Uh, As we said off air, you held up your end of the bargain. I did not. Uh, It was, yeah, look, it was close all the way. I did actually get, I was in the lead going into the last game, Uh, but it, it, it really came down to DeJounte Murray and his dodgy, hamstring slash yeah. I'm traded um, absence today because I ended up losing by 17 points. And I'd like to think that DeJounte Murray uh, could score 18 points given, let me have a look at his recent games, 22, yeah, think- <laughs> 23, 35, 24, 22, 26. Yeah, so the last so, six games he's all gone over 18. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, look, it was a bit un- unfortunate. Um I was hoping Malcolm Brogdon. I was might. watching
2: Brogdon as well. He had a. he had, It was questionable. And he was. Um, so. And, and it was just Matisse Thywall thinking. I thought, okay, well, Brogdon yeah. doesn't play. Sometimes Matisse is only good for three or four points a game. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I was. I think I was watching yeah. your matchup closer than I was yeah. my matchup this week because it, it was coming down the wire over there. And, yeah, yes. It was.
3: And. and- yeah, I had a couple of Thunder guys going today, and then of Chet? course they have oh, they yeah. have their worst game of the season and yep. lose to Detroit. Uh, Chet scored nine points. Yep. Josh Giddey had twelve, I think. So, yeah, yep. look, it, it was yeah, it was unfortunate. My other yep. guys did their job. Fultz was good. Nembhard was good. Jalen Johnson was good. Yep. Uh, just my Thunder guys decided to not play today, and uh, and Dejounte just felt like having a nine-off. And we, we sort of
2: previewed this last week on your um, YouTube channel and podcast that we sort of thought there was going to come down to the steals, which you did. Um, you got the job done there, and, mm-hmm. and five steals from Fultz today definitely helps that effort, but um, that was looking pretty good. The um, Obviously, we knew your rebounds and blocks were going to be very strong. The field goal percentage was very strong. We identified the free throw percentage as well uh, for your team, but... Um, more recently, you've been going with a bit more big, heavy of a lineup. So that obviously didn't go down. So funnily enough, it came down to points for your team, which mm. is a, a new area for you, I guess. <laughs> you're you're a punt points team, um, as a lot of us might be aware. But was it was it something that you identified early that it was going to be that category that it was close? Or was it a bit of a surprise to you later in the week that that was the one that was going to be the close one?
3: Uh, it was probably later in the week. I think earlier in the week I was still leaning into turnovers. So I was. Yeah. I think I rested Yusuf Nurkic maybe on a night and and I thought yeah I thought it would be turnovers. But then a couple of my guys I, I set off air, Wemby. Right. He, he basically he has free reign to do whatever he wants. So he just he's getting five turnovers, six turnovers um, from that center position, which is you're not. That's not what you. Come to expect from a center in the NBA. Yeah, uh, so six, seven, three in the last three games. So yeah, so yeah. that that really hurt me. Um, those turnovers. So I I lent into the points a little bit, which is why I played Giddy today over someone like an Onyeko Kongwu or Andre Drummond because I was just hoping for points, but wasn't expecting the the Thunder to lose to the Pistons. Um, that's why I picked up Nembhard, Uh, because I thought no Halliburton. Yep. I thought McConnell was playing and streamed him in in another league. And unfortunately that's one of the downsides of living in Australia is that we have to make our pickups before we go to bed, (laughs) before we go to bed and then we wake up and you've got that player, but he's ruled out. So yeah, that's, it's unfortunate. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So look, it was, it was a little bit up and down throughout the week. It was pretty close. uh, And yeah, look, that's, it Nothing what I can do. Yeah. Um, at least it was 4-5, or five, so it was it was competitive. Um, and, and given the results of a couple of other matchups, I actually ended up moving a, a little bit closer to that top six. Still in the hunt a little bit there. It, mm. It's going to – we've said this for a few
2: weeks now. It's going to have to have some results go your way, but it's still yep. possible. Um, I'm just looking at your team here and those turnover numbers, and a lot of them are pretty – Pretty low, like you've got some good low turnover guys. Josh Gideon, he averaged one point three this past week, but it really yep. that you know Victor Wembanyama five point three turnovers average over the last seven days <laughs> yeah. just sticks out uh, amongst yeah. all of them as well. Uh, three turnovers per game for Yusuf Nurkic, but he did only play the two games this week, so it really was that that Wemby average yep. that's really. Um, weighed your team down there, and we do know that Rhett's team is a. They, they do take, he does take care of the ball. He's, um he's mm. got a good, um, efficient, low turnover team. So um, yeah, it's it's funny when you when you go into a matchup not expecting your, the category to be close the one that it is, you sort of kick yourself because you think oh if I just streamed points earlier and not worried about mm. my turnover like it could have been could have been different but obviously that's a hard thing to you know, detect earlier in the week when it's not normally something you're used to competing in.
3: Yeah, that's right, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's adjustments on the fly, and, and like I said, that's why I picked up Nembhard. Uh, I did manage to pick up Josh Hart for a cool $100 last night. Um, we'll, we'll see. I'm hoping Julius Randle misses a month here and Josh Hart can, can get me some rebounds and steals. and injury, that injury
2: didn't look too good, so, you know, yeah. it might, might be on for some, something there, yeah. but yes, so, yeah, and um, you you had Josh Hart for a while, didn't you? And, I did. I did. Yeah. I ended up making the switch to a Vince Williams, which I've been very happy with yeah. since. So yeah. no, no regrets really there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I did used to have Josh Hart, but he just was inconsistent when everyone was healthy. And um, I held on to him for a little bit after the trade, but even then it wasn't really kind of happening. No. So this injury, obviously, hopefully for you, for your sake, it um, opens mm-hmm. things up for him.
3: Yeah, um, and yeah, I guess on, on much better news, you had a convincing victory I did uh, this week. I'm just looking down here, there wasn't really anything in doubt, I wouldn't have thought, coming into today.
2: No, no, um, it was all pretty smooth sailing, to be honest. Um, I, I had a clear games cap advantage. Mike had a few injuries that he was dealing with yep. this season, uh, or this week in particular. So, he only managed to get the 32 games in. I had the 39 Um the only really thing which was a surprise that I got there in the end was the free throw percentage, 79.5%. Um, that doesn't always get it done, and that's actually a positive free throw week for my team. Um, <laughs> so the fact that I, I, I won that, pretty happy with the points. I wasn't too sure if I'd get there at the start of the week, but got there relatively convincingly in the end, uh, probably due to that game's played advantage. I think if we had both been on 39, he probably would have got me in the points um, category there in the end. But... Everything else was pretty pretty comfortable. Um, pretty good performances. I'm encouraged without trying to not get ahead of myself with, with how my team has been performing. Um, just feel pretty good with how things are sitting right now. Vince Williams has been a great pickup the last couple of weeks. Very happy with him there. Evan Mobley finally is looking like he's going to be coming back next week. He's listed as probable for Monday's game. So that trade that... You know, I haven't seen a single game from Evan yet. Is finally going to start to you know show itself, but you know, since that trade, I've been I've been holding it down. I'm currently sitting in third place. I've got the same record as Brett Bauer, but because of my most recent performance, it puts me ahead of him. But so I've got a bit of a, a bit of a gap now, and it's it's I think it's enough of a gap. So I'm sitting. Um, where are we? I'm sitting twelve points behind Josh at number one, um, and the playoff cutoff is the sixth spot so that's 19 games behind so I'm seven you know games Mm. clear of that playoff cutoff zone so it's at least enough breathing room for me now to be a little bit more patient if there's some injuries take again that little bit more of a long term view have that playoff kind of picture in mind first and foremost rather than really scrounging around for every single win and short-term focus. So, uh, again, another week where I didn't make any moves. I'm just kind of letting things settle and, and sort of see where things go. I don't haven't seen any obvious pickups that i really wanted to grab um, if it meant dropping any of my players. I've been pretty happy with everything at the moment. So, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Things keep going well.
3: Yeah, yeah, and looking down your your roster here, you mentioned Vince Williams. Um, I, I don't have him in any leagues. I know he's been playing well, but just pulling up his stats here for the week, he had 74 points, 28 rebounds, 10 assists, 3 steals, 3 blocks on 62% shooting yeah. from the field, 12 three-pointers, 67 from the line. That's Obviously, that's not great, but everything else. Um, In my build, I do not care. (laughs) No, you don't. And you won free throws anyway this week. So, yeah, yeah, look, his numbers have have been really good. And I guess the question, and I'm sure you'll get this question and and I'll get this question over the coming days, is are we activating Evan Mobley straight away? Or because just looking down your roster, there's no obvious drops. There's a couple of names there that um, I think you could consider dropping, um, certainly for Evan Mobley. But Will, you look at activating him straight away or will you wait a couple of games for my personal team
2: I'm not going to be activating him straight away I'm going up against Alex McLean in next uh, matchup and his team is a very clear punt blocks team Um...
0: the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate simply fill up an orange hefty renew bag with accepted items tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com.
2: So for that reason, I don't really think I need to. I also have a lot of players playing on the Monday. Um, So I'm actually going to be choosing to bench a few players because I think I've got close Mm -hmm. to 50 players or 49 games. Uh, I think it'd be more if I activated Mobley. Uh, Close to 50 games this next week. So I will be having to bench a few players. So for me... I'm not really going to risk throwing him out there because I do think he's going to be on a, a decent minutes limit, probably close to that 20 minutes, you know, sort of range. But if you are in a team, in a situation, a matchup where you can identify blocks are going to be a close type thing, then maybe you do activate him or maybe you've got some more obvious players that you want to drop or um, something like that. But for me and my team, I'm still in the process of just kind of evaluating what's going to be my need over the next sort of month or so. I have an idea of if I need to, if I have to drop some players, um, who they would be. But you've also got the upside or the potential that in the next couple of days, someone else pops up with another mm. injury flag and I can just swap him in for them and not have to drop anyone and just kind of carry a bit more of that team over and it's kind of you know beat the system a little bit that way. So that's going to be my approach with Evan Mobley returning. So I probably won't activate him for the Clippers game on Monday.
3: No, and I mean, this This has obviously been a, a lengthy injury too, so he's not coming yeah. back from a, a week or two weeks. So, uh, and, and it's not like the Cavs have been bad without him. They've oh, won. They but, I think they've lost once in the past three weeks or something. So yeah. um, they'll ease him in. I'm assuming, I haven't checked yet, but I'm assuming Darius Garland could potentially return this week as well.
2: Uh, I haven't um, seen too
3: much news. So I, I'm expecting to miss maybe another
2: couple of games, uh, but be, I'm not too yeah. sure about that one. I, I would have expected him to. Like, he's the fact that he's been out longer than
3: Mobley is very surprising to me. It is. It is. I mean, a jaw is obviously, I guess, depending on how bad it was broken, but it it just impacts your ability to eat and get nutrition and and that sort of thing. So, he could exercise, but if you can't get get all your vitamins and everything you need to be eating, they're all on these wacky diets. and, And so, I'm sure they'd find a way around it. But if you can't eat properly for two weeks, that's going to knock you around a bit, yeah, um, maybe, especially yeah. as an elite athlete. So, I hope Garland's back soon. Um, the other thing with yeah. Evan Mobley is
2: he does have a back-to-back on the Wednesday Thursday this week, so mm-hmm. there is a very real scenario where he plays this game as Clippers and then he rests one of the Detroit or the Memphis game um, later this week. So, if you're activating him and then he misses one of those games, like it, it just might be a little bit annoying, so... For me, I'm just going to kind of wait and see um, how that goes, and and like I said, I've got a full basically roster of players playing on the Monday, so I don't necessarily need him for that day. And again, going up against a team with that punts block, I'm gonna I'm gonna win blocks very comfortably this week. I'm not gonna yeah. have to strain myself to win that category. So, and that's Evan Mobley's main thing. He does a lot of el- a lot else well, but I, I think I I can cover his
3: weakness that I um, obviously yeah. have been doing the last six weeks. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah and for, I mean. Anyone in any fantasy league this week is is going to have to make some decisions regarding their lineup because twenty two teams have four games this week. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I would assume everyone in our league this week will go over that forty games cap. So yeah. we're going to have to make some decisions, and and I'm I'm sure that uh, let me have a look at the um, the weekly schedule uh, in terms of high volume. Low volume days uh, So we've obviously got a Monday. lot of games tomorrow So we've got a yeah. 12 Yeah, twelve, five, ten, 5, 10, 4, 10, 6, 9 So Potentially three days this week Where you're going to have a full lineup. Yeah. Um Maybe even four Nine games on Sunday So uh, Yeah, it's going to be Going to be some tough decisions and, and this week You said you're up against uh, Alex Reclean I'm up against Drew <laughs> Drew Dinkmeyer Which doesn't bode well for Uh, me um so i'm really gonna have to lean into my strengths uh this week um and hopefully yeah hopefully turnovers i'll need to have a look at what his team is like in turnovers but um i'll be looking at rebounds blocks field goal percentage turnovers and probably steals will be that swing category again like it usually is
2: yes yeah 100 percent.
3: he's um I'm just looking at his team here and his
2: schedule and um, the players playing. So Milwaukee have a four-game week. So Lillard plays there. So does the so does the Lakers. Uh, Anthony Davis has a questionable tag against him, but he does that in most games. He's got four games of Rudy Gobert, four games of Jaron Jackson. Um, so all of his best players have the uh, the high volume week. Four games of Denver. So Jamal Murray is going to be playing. So tough week to go up against the uh, the, the great man. Uh, so you, yeah, you got your work cut out for you, um, but uh, yeah. I'll, I'll be rooting for you, mate. I, I will be cheering you on. I will be. Yeah, cheering look, you on.
3: I've got the stats up here, so I should get him in field. And this is just based on season standings. I should get him in field goals. Uh, I should get him in rebounds. Although he, we're close, uh, I'm first. He's third. Steals, he's first, um, and I'm sort of sixth or something. So. Yeah. Uh, That'll be tough. Blocks on first. Um, You're second. He's third again, though, uh, and turnovers, he's first. He's best, yeah. Those uh, swing categories, he
2: seems to be strong in all of them, uh, which is probably not what you want to see. He's got a good side. He's got a very good side. Oh, he does. Um, That's why he's second. Yeah. So if I'm looking at the... um, the, the Roto standings, he would be by far and away the, the, the top team. Um, yeah. So, obviously, a bit more of a balanced team and, and built that way just off the back of value. Weakest categories in assists and field goal percentage, but the rest of his stats are all towards the top there. So,
3: yeah, yeah. very
2: very tough team. team and to he be. hasn't
3: really... I'm just looking down his roster. Here, he barely... He basically hasn't had an injury all year. Yeah. Um, longer than a game or two. Um, I can't see anyone there that's missed... Vucevic oh, a little, maybe a little bit, but maybe oh yeah, Vuce had a little injury for yeah what ten days or something.
2: So isn't that crazy? His most injured player has been Nikola Vucevic, who's the uh, yep. top top five totals legend. <laughs> yeah, and
3: uh, and he's the two players that have played the most games for him are Anthony Davis and Rudy Gobert. There yeah, go. yeah, there
2: you go. So um, no, he's 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 had a good run. Um, he has maybe. Maybe this is the week that the the luck runs out. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Not wishing anything poorly anything on his players, but injury coming. He's got to roll an ankle. I don't know. Just just be a bit conservative there. The Lakers. That's that's all. You know, maybe yeah. not a full blown injury, but just give him a, a couple nights off just to be safe. Yeah. I'd be appreciated. Uh yes, yeah, so that's that's your matchup. Like yep. like I said before, I'm going up against Alex Raclean, who is is a bit down in the standings and obviously the uh unfortunate news for him was the uh the Jamarant injury. So he's had a bit mm-hmm. of a shocker or a waste of a season essentially. So um no longer has him, but um relatively healthy outside of Shaden Sharp and Gordon Hayward more sort of back end kind of players. Um I'm hoping Devin Booker's 60 point games are sort of <laughs> In, in the rear view mirror and we can leave those behind and we don't get any more double overtime Steph Curry games as well. So a couple of hot players coming into this week. So we'll see. I, I'm going to try and push for some points competitiveness. Uh, I've got a few uh, high volume, um, a high volume week for some of my better point scorers. So I'm going to chase that. I think I'm going to win rebounds and um, blocks fairly comfortably. He's going to smash me in threes. He's going to smash me in turnovers. Um... So, and free throw percentage. So, last time I, I versed him, I think I did have a, a victory, although last time I did play Alex, I think Steph Curry missed maybe two out of his four games. So, uh, we'll see how things go. I feel relatively confident. And even if I do come up short, like I said, I've got that bit of a buffer room that, um, you know, if I fall down to fourth, it's not a big deal for me. So, not going to be yeah. straining too hard and um, not making massive changes, I don't think, this week. We'll wait and see.
3: Yeah, no, I think... I think- I think you're bang on there, I think. And he's got, like, a couple of guys. Alec Burks, who's been good for him the last couple of weeks with Cade back, he's going to pull down. And, and Goga Badadze, he's been in and out of the the lineup a little bit. Uh, Pajemski hasn't been great um, the last few weeks. Gigi Jackson is very up and down. So uh, he's got some some really good top-end talent with Curry and Booker, um, Arkham, Bam Adebayo. But then he's got... Just some some of his back end guys are a little bit more hit or miss. So yep. so yeah, it could be a one of two ways really. And so you'll be hoping that uh, they continue to struggle and that you maybe walk away with a six three win. Yes, uh, I, w- I would like that
2: again. Just just more more buffer, more more yeah. of that like sort of keep myself in that comfortable position. But um. We'll have to wait and see how things go. Uh, if you guys haven't already, make sure you hit that big old subscribe button down below and give this video a big thumbs up. And also head over to the Fantasy Basketball International YouTube channel and give them a big uh, thumbs up on their videos and subscribe to them. They've got lots and lots of videos coming out every week. What's uh, what's happening at the moment over at FBI, uh, Adam, uh, for those uh, people listening?
3: So we'll, we'll have our NBA NBA Monday tomorrow with myself and Noah Rubin. Um, so we'll be live at 3 p.m. Eastern believe believe uh tuesday at around the same time tuesday 3 p.m i'm going to be on the roto world q a show oh, uh, moving nice. forward um weekly and i think that's with noah as well uh and then we'll have our thursday night show which wasn't on last week um our all aussie sort of podcast that we do was not on just due to some family stuff we had going on but it'll be back on this week um with myself and maddie g and i'm not sure maybe you I haven't asked you yet but We'll get someone on. <laughs> okay, um,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. The all and, Aussie ones. Make sure you
3: get around those ones because it's always good to support the Aussies in fantasy basketball. It is. Look, the first one we did live had, had a lot of views um, there you go. And, and, and engagement, that sort of thing. And I thought it would be the other way because the Americans would all be asleep, but we got quite a few Aussies and uh, Kiwis and some Europeans as well. So um, yeah, so we'll be back on Thursday and then I'll be back on uh, Friday with Mike Fiddle as well to have a look at the weekend schedule. Lots going on. So, guys, make sure you do go and check out Fantasy Basketball International.
2: They've got all sorts of good things happening to keep you covered during your fantasy basketball push to the playoffs. It's not too long now before the NBA trade deadline, so stay uh, stay tuned. I will be doing some coverage when it comes down to that NBA trade deadline. We've had a few trades already, but there's still probably plenty more in the works as well. So stay tuned for that one there, guys. And until next time, we will see you guys Lighters. Bye.